You're listening to the Kingdom Mentor Podcast, a division of iKingsMedia.com. This conversational podcast is all about you, helping you get unstuck from the drama, the trauma, to find your voice, share your voice, and even market your voice. So get a cup of coffee or tea and join me or a guest. The stage is set for your destiny. It's time for your voice to come out loud and shine. So what does a dark night that fire hit to kill have anything to do with your voice? Hey, this is Teresa Croft at the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. Thank you for listening. So I'm asking you, can I be really real with you? I've been in a war. And I love this word, when in war, create. The word, among others, from Bill Johnson's of Redding, California, has given me the impetus to step up to the mic on this episode to share one of the most horrific experiences of my life. So grab a cup of coffee or tea. You know, I share often how you can find your voice, share your voice from the true, authentic you. So passionate about that. And this is my intentionality, to keep speaking even though I feel smothered in pain and anguish, watching my husband writhe in pain. I'm going to share this trauma. And you may think, why? God says every time I share it, from a position of rest, from a position of my belief system, from my identity of being in Him, knowing who I am and whose I am, and His promises, healing comes as the trauma gets to be reconstructed. So I'm sharing this for the first time publicly like this. I think uh, this is the thought I I thought. It's kind of like ripping off a bandage for it to get air. The air, though, this is more than a bandage. How about just a huge bandage? The air, though, is the Holy Spirit as a soothing balm on my heart and emotions. It's taken me quite a few days to step up to the microphone to share this. But as the days went by and as God continued to speak to me, he even spoke to me through my own videos three years ago on triggers. He said, Teresa, and you can share this. And maybe in the process of sharing your trauma, someone can find steps to heal and walk in their trauma. So I'm going to be gut real. If this is too much, you can go to my blog and read it because I'm going to tell you what happened. For some, it might spiral you into a trauma, so I want to be sensitive to that. So this is what happened on Sunday afternoon, October 3rd. Like I said, if this isn't too intentional, I'll type it out on my blog. I had a friend over, and we were packing up. I was packing China up. Dave decided to go to the burn barrel to continue to burn the debris and branches we had cut down around our lawn, been burning at least for a month. And usually, nine times out of ten, really ten out of ten, I'd go down there with him to help. So this time, he was there by himself. So as I was putting a piece of china wrapped in the box, I looked up out the window to see one of the most horrific sights of my life. David was fully on flame. I grabbed the tablecloth which later I found out was not the right thing. And I ran out of the house yelling, Roll down, Dave, fall down. 
you know, that sight of that, of my husband on fire, is like a dream, a nightmare that never ends. Hence, I'm going to war, and I'm going to create, I'm going to share, I'm going to reconstruct. So, basically, my friend and I, we went down there, and we froze. When I saw him, not a good thing to wrap him with that, seeing him struggle to rip off his sleeves, which were on fire. As he did this, my friend and I, all we could do was utter in prayer, speaking in tongues. All we could do, we froze, but our mouths just kept speaking and releasing and praying. He said he tried to roll when the fire hit him, but he said to no avail. This is the deal. We hadn't burned in two days, and there was a massive rain. So he's trying to light it with gasoline, something we have done before, and Dave has complete respect of the danger of this. He said a few days later, he said, T, it felt like the flame was trying to curl around my face to suffocate me and take me down. When it's all said and done, treated by the doctor, the reality of the near miss became so clear. He had third-degree burns on 30% of his body on the third day of October. Three, three, three. His face was flash-burned. So, praise God, it didn't totally set him on fire, but his face was flash-burned, his right ear badly burned as was his nose and lips, which were like burned from the inside out. That first night uh, of just not having much on him, pure agony, staying up all night long, I think he told me three times goodbye. But three, three, three. The Father, Son, and Holy Holy Spirit ever present to save his life and to continue to bring healing. It's been over a week of seeing him in such massive pain. I believe we both are in a trauma place right now, Dave physically and emotionally. We both have struggled with nightmares, shouting out in dreams. But I I know you say, why go into such detail, Teresa? Even as I share this with you, I feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. Because we are working out a testimony with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit active in our midst. We both have talked how this is an attack on our voice. Interesting, though, I was in the process of listening to the Holy Spirit on the attributes of a voice warrior before this happened. The warriors, we got hit, but we are not down and out of it. Personally, I was telling you, I was found great strength in interesting areas. Bill Johnson, with his word, when in war, create. Really, I listened to it three times, really restored my identity, because this, whenever you get hit, like this, so often it's an attack on your mind and your emotions and your identity. I found myself going back to this particular teaching of Bill's, and then I did something really interesting. I don't know why, but I found the trigger video that Dave was a guest on, 
which led me to two trigger videos that I did for the Kingdom Mentor Academy about three years ago. And as Dave lay next to me trying to rest at night, I listened to those. And it was as if that Teresa was talking to this Teresa. Truths to remember. And I think in the next couple of the podcasts, I'm going to share some of those. But I think the bottom line when you're triggered or when you're going through this is to remind yourself who you are. I like to say who you are and whose you are in him. That's the solid start because then this is really crucial to, to go through this and to continue to go through it. It's crucial to go back to your belief system. Go back to your belief system. I think the truth of the war sometimes going through something like this is really on your mind. So we have to take captive those things. Second Corinthians 10. So if I'm having doubts and I'm having fear and I'm just wigging out, I have to take captive of the negative thoughts, right? And continue to remind myself, who am I? Whose am I? And then it's just like, as you do that, something hits you. I know I didn't. I haven't gotten this as much as I like, but just that quiet time with coffee and my computer and journaling, I haven't gotten that much. But I got some today. Hence the the day I'm going before the microphone, and the basics of dealing with what I'm going through goes right back to what I call the F. RP process. So I'm having to put this, I'm having to walk through this myself. FRP, you say, what do you mean? The F is focus on that which does not contain faith, hope, and righteousness. Focus on it long enough to grab it and bring it into the reality. Just that act of not stuffing it, not trying to be tough, not trying to, oh, Praise God anyway. No, just being real. Focus on it and then bring it into the R, the reality. God gave us emotions. So as I feel these things, as I examine them, I quickly go to the P, which means invite the presence with his promises into that area. I believe this is a way, as I share this even, so I'm sharing it from a shifted belief system. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Yeah, I share it from a shift in my belief system that's, that's to God's promises, which helps me keep my mind on the right place, keep my mouth speaking the right things, the power of death and life is in your tongue, and allowing the presence and the promises of God. F-R-P. Trauma can take you into places of unhealthiness. It can affect your body. I've had that. Let's see if this TMI. I've had that. Ooh. But as I put the word on in my mind, as I answer God's word, Jesus is the word, the power's in the word. I don't just say, oh, let's just renew my mind. This is going to be okay. No, I get down in the dirt of my mind and contend and say, wait a minute, 
I'm not going to let this steal my destiny. Hence, my intentionality to speak. I'm not going to let this steal Dave's and my uh, legacy that we're in the pursuit. We're just in the pursuit of making some huge moves. It's about process now. And, you know, process is all about your intimate relationship with God. I truly believe in this. Listen, listen. God does not train through pain. But out of the pain, only God can take your gory story and release a glory story inside of you. A lot of times I have to say that belief system. Lord, what do I need to believe instead of what do I need to do today? That's kind of hard. I wake up and I think of all the things I have to do. I'm not used to being someone else's hands and feet. I'm not a real good cook. I'm definitely not a nurse who has to dress these wounds. So it's a, it's a walk. I do have a shout out to Hero Elva living next door who's really helped me in the kitchen. So I come to this place to say Dave is healing. Oh, miraculously healing. But the pain is still hard to watch. So every day I'm consistently now trying to go back to my belief system. Where's that broken belief that's making myself trigger? I had one morning when they were out of the cream that was prescribed. Then I went to one pharmacy and they were out of it. They weren't very helpful. It just triggered me so bad. And I was like, oh. Tried another store and finally I came home and Dave says, why don't you just lie down and sleep? Did that, got up and called another store and got it. (laughs) Triggered. But I don't want that. I don't want this incident. And I know Dave doesn't want this incident to be our identity. We don't want to be known as Firebrand Dave, who got caught on fire. No, we want to be known as lovers of Jesus who are on a mission to be voice warriors, to call out the gold in you amidst the fire. One of the final things I want to share with you is I'll be sharing more about triggers. But I I think this is, let's see how I can say this. This has been very encouraging for me. Dave and I are kind of like a church without walls, yet we have community. And I've seen community, the body of Christ, from California to Georgia to Australia to Georgia, rally like never before. I struggled at first to even share this on media social media. And God said, listen, Teresa, you're robbing someone of a blessing, of blessing you by their prayers and support. Hmm. Okay, God. So I started to gradually share it. And then a friend made a Facebook group. And now we're going forward as voice warriors, still full of what Jesus is doing in the lives of you, still full of our desire of being relentless to help people find their voice, which really, in essence, finding your voice is really the whole authenticity of being
knowing who you are. This is what encouraged me, a reminding of that, maybe even basic reminding, of reminding of who you are. In this uh, word from Bill Johnson, one thing he said that really struck me, he says, you have to work, you have to fight to stay connected. And I really feel like I've had to fight and reconnect with some people locally and on the phone that I've never I've just never connected with. And then there's those loyal inner circle people. Yeah, it's really good to have inner circle people. One, two, three, four people. And I've been so rocked by how these friends have worked to speak life. The excellence of their words with the artistic flair that inspires and encourage, encourages me. So when it comes to War Create, I'm creating, I'm creating a podcast. And I'm going to continue to remember that my strength and my spiritual warfare is no greater than my ability to control my thoughts. So as I share my thoughts I'm, I'm taking captive the renegade thoughts that are warring against me day to day. And I've decided, hey, listen, let's take those renegade, let's capture them and let's let them work for us. How do I do that? I make declarations, the opposite of what my mind's attacking me. So are you in a war? Definitely in the atmosphere of everything going on. Can I just encourage you? That you have an artistic expression, a creative expression, your voice that comes out of your fellowship with the Lord. It might be as simple as that you're a single mom. It might be as simple as you go to the office faithfully day in and day out. It might be someone who's just looking for the witty ideas to be a solution. So as you're authentic, you get to be, you get to create that. Your creativity gets to be expressed. That's part of being in war. You're releasing the authentic expression of your identity. Who Christ is in you. So I'm very thankful for the friends, inner circle friends who have fought to, to find the right words to encourage me. I thank for you if you're listening and you've been praying for Dave. Wow. Some of the prophetic prayers have truly just blessed my heart and I just explode my heart because I feel the Holy Spirit on that. So I'm encouraging you. You can walk through these triggers and guess what? You can turn them around with you from your identity, from that place of rest so you can be that authentic and powerful person who's designed for creativity. You know, when you go through a trial, you always go back to some of your favorite verses. And I'll have to say that Hebrews 11.11 11 in the Passion Translation is one word that I've been just chewing on all year long. For some of you, it might be the rest to run word. But this became real. I'm going to end with this verse. As Dave continues to heal, he's sleeping and taking a nap right now. Praise God. This is the word. If I can say it without reading it, Sarah's faith 
embraced the miracle-working power of God, even though she was too old to bear. But the authority of her faith rested in the one who made the promise, and she tapped in to his faithfulness. So in summary, how I'm beating the triggers of trauma, how I'm asking God to continue to restore me, I know this is a process, I'm going to be like Sarah. Instead of embracing the suck, I'm going to embrace God's miracle-working power, even though it's hard to watch Dave in so much pain, even though I see his burn wounds and like, oh, Jesus, please, even though we're in the midst of our greatest event and Dave's down. But I'm going to embrace God's miracle-working power because guess what? The authority of my faith rests in the one who made the promises. The authority of my faith, my faith that is in Jesus, my faith that says I know who I am and whose I am, the faith as small as a mustard seed that can say to that mountain, that mountain for healing, move, that can say to your mountain of finances, relationships, tragedy like me, move. So my faith's going to rest in the authority of the one who made the promises. A lot of resting there. Or a lot of a place to have your belief system there. And then I'm going to tap into his faithfulness by speaking declarations powered by the prophetic to call those things that are not as though they were. Rest to run. The pain, being able to walk through it from that place of identity. Yeah. So I appreciate you. I appreciate, wow, I appreciate those of you who have just really reached out with some prophetic words for me. I appreciate those who are by my side, even though they're not literally by my side. And I just believe that as I share this, I get to reconstruct this memory. So I may always share this trauma, but guess what? Every time I share it from that position of my belief system, every time I share it, I'm reconstructing that memory from the foundation of the promises of God. So I'm not going to be afraid to share because my promises, because that place of rest in Him. So, and I'm going to continue to worship while I watch David heal. may not be like the ways and the seasons of what I've been before the fire. Man, I could just have hours of resting. I'll take the 10 minutes at night as he goes to bed. Thank you for praying. I love you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. And you know the saying, say no to striving and yes to abiding, so you can live in the sweet spot. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. I am relentless in my passion to help you find your voice, share your voice, and yes, even market your voice. For free resources to do just that, check out ikingsmedia.com. Hey, would you do me a favor? Subscribe, or better yet, write a review and share with a friend. If something resonated with you, DM me on Instagram at Teresa Croft. That's Teresa with an H.